This is another episode of Flavor in Your Ear Podcast. A podcast about damn near any and every topic with no filter and zero regard for the easily offended. Everything you say upsets somebody. Please welcome the man behind the madness. The most important person with all due respect. Let's go! Your host and audio flavor maestro. My man. Marquise Edwards. What is going on, everyone? Good afternoon, good morning, or good evening, wherever you are in the world. We are back with another episode of Flaving Your Ear Podcast. And as always, it's me, Marquise, and I'm here hosting another great show with another great guest. I've been reaching out to a, a bunch of outstanding women that have stories and are very inspiring. And I hope all of my listeners, male and female, can take something from these conversations that I'm having because I feel like they're extremely important. In my room session here with Debbie, um, I was just telling her, you know, just a little bit about myself and how you know, I'm picky with who I talk to and, you know, just letting her, allowing her to, to be on the stage and be able to talk about herself, right? Be able to tell her story. And I'm just a listener with you all as well, right? And I um, really appreciate those who I've told her this to as well, to have the courage to be able to tell their stories. Because I know a lot of us, we all have stories and sometimes they may not be as flashy or glamorous as, you know, as we think, right? And it takes a lot to, meet someone who you just met for a few minutes and be able to just be yourself and express those things. And I really appreciate that. So I want to feel as comfortable as possible and know that I am, you know, in her corner for this conversation as well. Hopefully we inspire, uh, you know, anyone else that may be listening as well. And you all can go out and listen to her, her podcast as well, which we'll talk about towards the end of the conversation. So, uh, Debbie Freeman, say hey to everybody, Debbie. Say, say no, I'm not talking to myself. Hello, Marquis. Thank you so much for having me today. I I love that your podcast is all about you know inspiring people, and definitely that you love um, women empowerment because I'm very big on that. That's uh, I, I've gone through a lot, and I have a big story to tell. And um, yeah, I hope that I inspire your audience and keep them strong. Because I've been through some pretty rough times and, you know, like we were talking before we started, you know, it's hard to talk. Just like you said, it's hard to share your story sometimes because you're embarrassed. You don't want people to know. And that's exactly how I felt when I first started um, or when I came out of my divorce. Um, but let me go back a little bit before that. Um, my divorce hasn't really made me who I am, but it plays a big part of my, um, my midlife crisis, I guess you would say. <laughs> I, um, my story story starts with, um, just being a little girl, being ambitious and always, um, doing and what I wanted to do in life. I was all very focused in life. I own my own dance studio at 19. Um, yeah, and then from there I went on. I became an Atlanta Hawks dancer. Um, I auditioned with 400 people that when I did that, over 400 people, and they only picked 12 girls that year. I was one of them. Um, and I did that for about three years, and then I made the Radio City Rockettes, and I went up to New York, and I did that for 10 years. Um, became the dance captain. I ended up choreographing my own show with the Venetian. I've been a magic assistant. I've done, I've done a lot of things. I'm, I, I, I continue to stay busy, but I was always focused in 
driven to whatever it was I wanted to do. I was going to do it and be the best at it, whatever it was, and I've always been that way. But, you know, living that kind of a lifestyle, I was ready to go ahead and get married and have children, and that's not the lifestyle you want, is going in at work to work at 5 p.m. You know, some people do have to do it, I understand it, but, you know, I didn't want to. I wanted to be a mom, wanted to have kids. So I ended up, I guess, settling. I don't know how else to put it. I ended up making the wrong choice. Um, the man I was married to for 16 years was an alcoholic. And I, I'm not saying anything bad about all alcoholics because, you know, we all have our vices, so to speak. Kind of how we hide things or we um, deafen things when we're in pain. Uh, mine was emotional eating. So when I got depressed, I ate. Some people, they bury themselves into their work. They drink. They take drugs. You do something to deafen, right? Then to have to really face your emotions and the problems that are, you're really going through. Um, mine was eating. I was in a marriage where, um, you know, I'd ask him if he was coming to bed and he would tell me, yeah, I'm coming. He would never come to bed. After doing this for so long, you know, you know, I'd, he'd finally come and I'd be like, well, it's been a year. He'd be like, yeah, he'd be like, you're just, you're imagining things. I go, no, it was last Valentine's Day, I remember. Yeah. And that went on for about six years, the last six years of our marriage. Um, you know, I don't know of any man, and I would tell him, and we'd have arguments. I don't know of any man that can go a year without. I, I mean, you just don't do that. And, and I kind of put it in my head to where is, he was just stressing. It was just work, he was stressed, you know. And of course, I took the chips to bed, I took the cookies to bed, the ice cream to bed, and, that's what I did um, without really looking and noticing. Um, but throughout our whole marriage, every three years, he would lose his job and he'd come up with a story. And I would tell my parents the story of why he lost his job. We'd go through hard times every three years. And my parents would go, Debbie, that doesn't sound right. And I'd go, no, that's what happened. That's what, what, what you know, because I'm going to stand behind my husband. Mm -hmm. Well, he ended up, um, you know, every three three years, this would happen. And it, it, it's probably because he was out drinking or I don't know. And you, you listen, you have this intuition that goes, Debbie, you know what's going on. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But you don't. You, you put the blinders on because you'd rather not um, think about it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And um, that's exactly what I did is I put my blinders on and I just went... No, he's just stressed. That's mm. all it is. Mm. I thought I was in this beautiful, perfect marriage. But I mean, like, and I would joke around. I'd go, I'm in a loveless marriage. <laughs> you know, oh. because I was never with my husband, you know. And yeah, it was very strange. So one night when he got back to drinking all the time again, and, you know, the whole time we were together, he would never admit he was drinking. Even if he smelled, I could you know, smoking, drinking all over him. Mm. He never admitted it. And you know, what they say is that when people 
they lie and they don't admit it, they believe their own lies. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I was, I don't know what he was thinking, but then he would turn it around. It was like a narcissist. He would turn it around that you blah, blah, blah. And he would make up something totally, we weren't even in that subject, but be able to talk about me and something bad that I did. So of mm -hmm. course you could sell feeling that you're the bad person, mm -hmm. you know, and around the end of the, the end of it there, I wouldn't even comment on him. You know, I was so depressed. I, we would go from month to month to where I was, I was paying the auto bill, but I couldn't pay this bill or pay the utilities, but I couldn't pay the auto or the, mm -hmm. you know, you're balancing back and forth because he's telling me that the paychecks aren't coming in because of whatever reason, oh, but I'll get paid this amount next month. And then it would never come. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I feel like I, my legs have got these balls and chains on them. I can't move forward. I can't do anything. I'm like stuck. I'm depressed. I can't move. I'm not happy at all. And I'm trying to raise two kids and I'm trying to, you know, be the best mom that I can be because that's what we want to do. Right. And one day I come home, he's drunk and of course not admitting it. And I said, well, I have to have my mom come over because I have to go somewhere special and I can't leave you with my son like this. Right. Right. Okay. So I leave, I come back. My mother tells me he left with a suitcase. I'm like, okay, I don't know. The next morning I wake up and I look at our savings account. We had just sold our house that we had owned for 12 years. So, you know, we had a big savings gone savings account gone. And I'm sitting here going, okay, he le I, I'm frantic because you're like, what, what's going on? Who is this person? Where am I? I go to his email. He left it open on his computer. Okay. And in his emails, he's got a, like an email of this woman. He's going to meet the next day and have a date with her to talk about car stuff. Um, he lost his job from selling cars, yet he was going to meet this woman to, and he was talking about all, yeah, like he was going to help her and this, that, and the other. And I'm like, you can't even help yourself. And then I see all these matchmaking things that he's, you know, associated with. So he's dating women on the side and doing all this stuff. He has this whole secret life that I didn't even know about. So that night when he left, he ended up totaling his car, DUI, thrown in jail. And, you know, that's why I hadn't heard from him. He was in jail till Wednesday. This was on a Monday. He was on jail, to, jail till Wednesday. Okay. Still no call from him whatsoever. By Thursday, I'm looking at his email. He's asking for an increase on his credit cards. By later that afternoon, they're declining him and saying, you're cut off. You've used all of your credit. Where did he lose all this money? I have no idea once again where he is. Every night, my children and I, they're sleeping in the bed with me because we don't know who this person is. We're scared to death because you hear of men going crazy and, sorry, you're a man, but I mean, we've oh, heard oh. of like, just people going crazy and just shooting up their spouse. Yeah. I mean, because yeah. they don't want to live in depression. I don't know what he's going through. I, I'm 
and I don't know this person to be doing something like this. So we go to bed with a chair underneath the door because I don't know what else to do. And finally, I get the locks changed on the doors, but I forgot to change one lock, the one that led to the side den. So he comes home on Saturday, hadn't heard from the, him this entire time, just watching his emails and who he's tech, you know, emailing. That was interesting. And all this is revealed to me. I've been going through life like this with these blinders on, and this whole world has been open to me. He comes in and he starts yelling at me. Why are these doors changed? Why doesn't my key work? Blah, 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 blah. I go, excuse me, excuse me. I know where you've been. I already have a restraint out for you. And I've already started the divorce papers. What? What? Just couldn't believe it. How, when did you have time to do that? I've had all week. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Then begs me to sleep in the guest bedroom. I guess he thought he was going to sleep in the guest bedroom, live off of our savings while I went to work every day and took care of the kids. Because basically that's, you know, what he's been doing anyway. Right. Sleeping on the sofa, living off our savings, not getting a job. You know, th this is where he's at. And I just got him the most perfect job, a finance job in auto sales. That's like one of the highest jobs you can get mm -hmm. All right. in this wonderful place. My friend helped me get him in there. He showed up to work one day and he told the boss, he says, I don't think this is right for me. And left. Yeah. And for three days, I kept asking him why he wasn't going into work. He says, oh, they don't need me today. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, our whole marriage was nothing but lies. And for other women out there, if your intuition is telling you something, hmm. listen to it. Hmm. Don't go through years like I did through life like this and find out before. I mean, I've wasted so much time. Hmm. And I was so unhappy and so depressed. And there was no need for that. Now, you could say, but maybe, maybe he was going through troubles and you should have been beside him. Okay? I do understand that. So after I kicked him out, okay, he went to rehab, used the money because they wouldn't give me the the, the check, the cashier's check he took with the savings account because it was on both of our names. So there's something else you guys should know. If it comes from a check or an account, savings account, checking account, whatever, both your names on it, they gave it to him. Not to me. Mm. Because they took it from him. They gave mm -hmm. it to him. Mm -hmm. So anyway, he ended up um, going to rehab. Told me he was going to rehab because he wanted to. I looked it up. The court ordered him to. Yet he was lying to me again. Uh, again, just another lie to get what he wanted. Okay? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so... A few months go by and he's been in rehab. Well, I don't know if you know about rehab, but they go to rehab. There's rehab, you go, you're basically getting clean. They pay, you know, eating, taking classes all day. You're meeting people, it's men and women. Things go on. That's all I'm gonna say with the exclamation points. Well, I show up at one of these places and he he's, 
just hates it that I'm there. Basically didn't want anyone to know he was married. Okay, he's got, you know, to tell all these people, you know, explain who I am. Um, So I'm sitting there and he sits with me in the um, desk area. He wouldn't go anywhere private with me, which I had known. He he said he wasn't allowed to leave the place. He was. I was watching his um, account, his bank account. He was spending money at a billiards room down the down the street. So he's lying again. I'm sitting there, you know, the whole thing was a lie. And I asked him, how many times did you cheat and lie on me? And he says, Debbie, it's it's been so many times, it doesn't even matter. Boom. That just tells me you don't respect me. Because I'm hurting right now. If you cared about me, you we could be open and honest. But mm-hmm. he doesn't even care to give me any kind of honesty whatsoever because he doesn't want to have to deal with it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. Yeah. He doesn't, it's too much for him. He doesn't want to deal with it. It's, that's to me pure selfishness. Then I said, do you love me? And he says, I love your kids. And I'm like, okay. I finish our conversation and I'll tell you, Marquise, I leave there and I felt like the angels from God had lifted this weight right off my shoulders as I can re- I can envision in my head turning the key to my car to open up the door and thinking being happy and going I just got my life back this is freedom I can make the choices for my kids and myself I am in control. I can do whatever I want to. Now, how am I going to take care of this? I'm going to figure it out. And I sat there and I was like, you know, women, if if you are in a situation with physical abuse, mental abuse, mine was mental abuse. He didn't physically abuse me. He mentally abused me. I gained a hundred pounds. I lost, lost my self-esteem, my confidence. I, I felt so bad. I was depressed and unhappy for so many years. Yet God was saying, Debbie, you can do this. And I walked away. I went home. And I was determined. I'm going to get myself together. And I'm going to be the role model for my kids. I didn't know what he was going to do with his life. But I couldn't count on that. All I could count on was what I could do. What can I be responsible for? How am I going to take charge? And I started eating better diet, exercise, and determination of getting, I'm going to make it happen for me and my kids. We're going to survive. I'm going to do this. I can do this. And so women, if you're out there, whatever abuse you're going through, you got to be strong for you. You have kids for them. They need you. Be strong. You can do anything you put your mind to it. And that's something I've always believed, which is why, like the first part of the story is why I became a rocket. Mm. Why I became a dance captain. Why I choreographed my, because I believe my mother backed me the whole time. She always told me, told me this. 
you can do anything you set your mind on. Mm. And so many times as parents, we tell, we belittle our kids. You know, you could say, that's just not a smart thing to do. That's mm. stupid. No, never say anything like that. We want to encourage our kids mm-hmm. that they can do and be whoever they want to be. And it was because of that belief in me that my mother gave me that I have the strength to do this, you know? And I believe we all have our, we lead different lives and we hear different things, but what are you going to believe? Mm. And that's the thing. What kind of disbeliefs are you, are you carrying on yourself? And my disbelief was that I was ugly. My husband made me feel ugly. Mm. You know, he felt he made me feel like less than unattractive. My self-esteem was so so shot. So I was ready to get it back. Get me back. I lost a hundred pounds. And from there, I used to choreograph um pageants and stuff when I was heavier. And I kind of laughed with the director. I said, you know, it's too fun. It's funny that I can't be Mrs. Nevada, right? Um, In her pageant. And she was like, no, but you could. She goes, give me a call. So I entered her pageant. And that year, at 49 years old, I became first runner up to the winner at 22. She was 22 years old and I'm 49. Nice. Wow. (laughs) So then after that... I felt like that was a dress dress rehearsal. So another woman says, Debbie, mine's in just a few more months. Why don't you come join mine? And I said, I might as well. I've worked this hard and I'm feeling good. I'm ready. Mm -hmm. So I went and a lot, and I have to say a lot of people believe that pageants, they they think of toddlers in here. Or, you know, they think of, I don't know, just women t- that talk about each other and this, that, and the other, but I don't, I didn't have that experience. All the women I met, I became good friends with. We all love to do charity stuff together. We all support each other. If my girlfriend's, she's having a bridal show um, tomorrow, mm-hmm. I'm going to go for her. Nice. I'm going to go support my girlfriend. Do you know what I mean? We take each other up. That's mm-hmm. what I loved. And the fact that I made first runner up to a 22 year old, I was like, I love these people. If anything, this was like a huge, amazing experience to be with friends. And I can't tell you some, sometimes I hear like friends of mine, like at work and they'll say that their wife doesn't have any friends. And I'm like, what? Why? You know, I feel like I spent my whole life living for this other person, for my ex. My whole life was like devoted to that. Mm-hmm. I think it's very important for women to know that they have to be their own person. They mm. have to love themselves and they have to be happy with themselves. Not that person's not going to make you happy. Right. You make yourself happy. Right. You know what I mean? That mm-hmm. person's got to make them, themselves happy. Girl, guy, whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Then we can come together and share life. 
But when you give of yourself and you give all of it, you give completely, mm. what's left for you? Right. right. What do your see? So I ended up winning USOA Miss Nevada 2021 at 50 years old. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, so I'm one right now. Yeah. Um, I couldn't tell, but that's just me. Y'all can't see it, but I see it. Like that's just, that's that's outstanding. First of all, I mean that's that's just last year, and I really uh listen to you tell your story and things like that. It's it's painful to hear that you know people still experience these things, and I'm quite sure somebody out there can resonate to being in a situation where they're doing everything possible trying to make it work and trying to understand and they probably lose lose end of the stick and uh i wish we just do better man because like i mean if if you know as a person someone dedicated to you you know um at least let them free you know you have to free yourself per se you know you have to you held on for so long and i'm, I'm glad that you were able to um recreate that hurt and that pain into something more positive because a lot of people that might be the breaking point for them, right? I mean, some people go through those situations and they 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 lose their will to try and their kids are not their motivation to try to do better and things like that. And that's really, I mean, that's why I, I really try to highlight, uh, you know, the situations that women go through. And it's not just for, you know, just for the women empowerment thing. It's just because a lot of times a lot of women don't have the courage to say how they feel about you know all the things they did to try to make things work because a lot of this is the narratives out here that you know oh women don't love men anymore and blah 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 but then you hear stories like yours about you doing everything possible and you getting nothing out of it right um you know no one no one hears those stories right those are the things that you know um, nobody hears and it's not it's not pleasant to hear i mean i commend you on transforming your experience into something to make you a much better person you're vibrant and beautiful beautiful now course and uh, everybody can't see it. i'm sorry i don't have video i'm sorry but you have to take my have to take my word for it you know i, I didn't i would never have, have guessed her age <laughs> at all you know just based on how, how vibrant and beautiful she is now and to go through all that and to be this person she is now is something that we should all commend and appreciate 100 pounds and she lost 100 pounds that is no like that is a that's a big feat, right? That's a big feat. And that's a testament to you. You should be very, very proud of that. And to, you know, to win the, the USOA Miss Nevada in 2021, come on now, that's, that's big. And if no one told you today or appreciative or, uh, congratulate you for everything, which I'm quite sure people did, you know, I'm letting you know that that's an outstanding resume that you have. And it's, it's a really good feel good story to know that you were able to go through just me hearing it right it got me feeling a certain type of way you know because i feel with people because i know it's, it's a lot that, that, that women go through as mothers and things like that where they try and try and try the world already has you at somewhat of a disadvantage right just because you're a woman right they always already feel like you, know, you have to make up someone else to be equal and for you to go through that and digging yourself love yourself enough to dig yourself out of it and recreate that that is nothing short of amazing nothing short of amazing we all have different roads that we travel we're all different but yeah we're the same we all go through trials and tribulations you know what i mean it is all how we deal with it that 
that makes the difference. So. Yeah, I know a lot you spoke about too. It was kind of like, I mean, I've, I've said this in a previous episode before. I think I've had some people I've spoken with, but fear dictates a lot with us, right? Just the fear of losing something, the fear of failure. You know, the fear dictates a lot. No matter what age you are, fear pushes a lot, right? And, uh, and I think that, you know, owning, owning that and knowing that fear is pushing you to, to face fear is something that I hope our listeners get out of hearing, you know, hearing you and everything like that. So let's talk about a little bit, you know, you, you start your podcast, right? And, you know, you have, uh, you have uh, master classes and things like that. So this is the feel good part now. We're not going to go to the Debbie that the strong Zelda you are now, Wonder Woman you are now, you overcame all of that, right? And I just want to know what are some of the things, well, what made you start the podcast, what you talk about on the podcast, and what are some of the master classes that you do to help your experience, to help others as well? Absolutely, Marquise. That's a great question. Thank you for asking me that. Um, so what I offer is a online course, and basically I'll give you that link that you can share with your audience, okay, okay. with this podcast, and it's all about becoming, just loving your authentic you and being you and loving you. And it's a whole course. It's got like 48 um, different chapters in it. It has a quiz, quizzes at, at the end of them. It's like pillars. It's pretty ex- it's intensive, but it's really, it's fun. And it's all about working on you because that's what I had to do once I got through this divorce is I had to step back and I had to do these steps and I wrote them down and I made basically a whole course of it that could help you and get you out of this. Uh, I'm also going to give you guys um, and I'd love for you to give your audience a free ebook that I wrote and it's called self-sabotage reignite your sparkle. And so, yeah, I I want them to thank you. And you guys, it's, it's for free. You guys can just read this. And if you're going through, maybe just read it and see if it resonates with you Mm -hmm. and go, wow, I didn't even realize, but I am doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. And then it helps you. It tells you things and gives you ideas of how to change that and Mm -hmm. better habits to make. So getting out of those bad habits and creating new, healthier habits to live a healthier, more vibrant lifestyle and be your best self. Cause that's where we all want to be is we just want to be healthy and we want to live life and love life. Don't we? Um, I agree. I mean, that's, that's invaluable. I mean, this, just taking the time out to, you know, better yourself is something that I feel like a lot of us take for granted, right? And that's why I podcast, right? And I try to give voices out there of people. Because I'm not an expert on anything, right? I, I've been through, we all have our own life stories and things like that. But people being able to live through you and not make the same mistakes that you may have made and you being able to, you know, pull somebody up, you know, maybe a little girl or a young girl or older woman that just doesn't know when to let go, you know, I'm hoping that we reach those audiences when, when you know, that when, when we have these episodes, all they need is that one little segment where they're hearing like, you know what? She's right. Let me get some help. Let me let, let me help. Let me get help to build myself and get myself out of this, because I feel like a lot of us sometimes we have a lot of pride. Um, men and women, we have a lot of pride and 
Sometimes you don't want to say I quit. You don't want to say that I want to start over. You, you, you're too busy living, you know, up to everyone else's expectations of you or what they may think of you if things don't go this way or go that way. So uh, I really do commend you on making an outlet for those out there listening. And we'll have all of the, uh, the information in the show notes for anything that she may be providing us how many episodes released. So you don't have to just you know, write everything down word for word if you missed the letter or anything like that. We got you all covered. But I definitely recommend um, making that informed decision. You know, making that informed decision. Whether you need help or not, right? Because having things in your toolkit, I feel like it's invaluable as well because you may take some knowledge in and maybe be able to refer to someone else and maybe they might need some help, right? It takes a lot of courage to come takes a lot of courage to, to talk about um, something that was screwed up and may make you look like, oh, I was crazy, oh, I, I didn't know when to let go, I didn't know. There's various other narratives that takes a lot of courage to be able to talk about. I really commend you with being able to talk about that. I, I have gained a newfound love and respect for you just based on the fact that you were able to like, say that, you know, and you, you, you were living a moment every single time when you have to go on these podcasts and talk about this, right? And that's not easy. No, that's not easy. But at the end, you still are able to, you know, be triumphant and, and talk about it and say how, yeah, that's past. That's that was the past for me, right? You know, you still embrace, you still embrace it as a lesson, but it's not anything close to what you are, who you are today, and all everything you're accomplishing. And you're gonna accomplish even more. I believe that you really are because you're moving in the right direction. Uh, thank I you so much. Thank you so much for. Uh, I know, just put everything into perspective. I think you put everything into perspective, and that's really key to listening. That's why I podcast. I want to talk to someone who's not, not a millionaire or Elon Musk, uh, you know, anything like that. And you're someone who's regular, like normal, like us, where I went through an experience and was able to overcome that to give hope to somebody else. Also, you know, give some light to your story, you know? I feel like people like you should be famous and hearing things you know that you went through that you were able to overcome that, those, those are real famous people in my opinion right so uh, about your podcast though I, I forgot about the uh, Unique Sparkle podcast uh, yes. what, do you talk, what do you talk about there and what made you what made you go to the podcast route after uh, you know everything you went through as well well the podcast route because I love talking and, and my message getting my mes- message across and you know mm-hmm. being a pageant is not about the crown it's about what you can do in the crown it's the voice that it gives you so for me the podcast is just extending myself from the pageant telling women to be stronger so i'm advocating um healthier lives you know health self-confidence self-esteem all of that your unique sparkle because I believe that everybody has something special and unique about them that makes them beautiful and that they can shine on the world. So that's what it's all about. So it's got a lot of good stuff. Well, definitely. You all go out, listen to the podcast. I'm a fellow podcaster and I always support the podcast because we all, one thing about podcasting that I enjoy is what makes a podcast as unique as you, right? You bring your own no point in ten. The flavor to you know your yeah. podcast, right? And you telling your story, and just me hearing your story right now. You gain a new new supporter in me just by me hearing you know everything that you went through. I'm all supporters free, right? We always say what cost and inflation and yada yada yada. But supporters free, and I'm always for encouraging someone who I feel is contributing to this world where with so many different directions to go, right? So many different ways and things that you can 
that you choose to do, but somebody chose to take the your experience and make it to you know help other people. So that's always something commendable. So I really do thank you, Debbie, for uh, making your time available today for joining me today. Uh, I look forward to hearing more about you and you you know you moving forward and everything like that. So in closing, um, I just want to know how do you feel about today's episode? Do you have any closing remarks or anything that you'd like to extend to our listeners out there? And how, just how do you feel in general? You're starting to break up, break up, Marquis. Oh, Marquise. I'm breaking up. I apologize. I was saying uh, in closing, it's I want to. Hmm? It's okay. It's at the. It's at the end. Okay, it's no, it's no worries. I was saying that. So in closing, uh, I just wanted to know if you had any closing remarks. Um, anything? How did you feel about today's episode? And you know, just just in general, anything you want to say to the audience before we uh, wrap up our session? Well, if the audience would like any kind of um, advice or if they want to get a hold of me, I do do health and life coaching and they mm. can get a hold of me at your unique sparkle at gmail.com. And I'd love to hear any comments. And Marquise, all I could say is thank you so much for having me keep sharing these stories. You know, um, we need people like you to do this because, it, you know, there's so many people out in the world that I, it, the more we share, the stronger we can be because we, all of us have issues mm-hmm. and we all learn from each other. So I love what you're doing. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you for joining. It was a pleasure to have you. It was, it was fun. Um, wasn't fun hearing things you went through, but it's fun hearing that you overcame all of that. Let me say that nothing was fun about, you know, hearing what you, what, what you went through, but uh, I mean, I'm glad you were able to turn, you know, that into a beautiful uh, situation, which, which you are today. So everybody out there, we really thank you all for listening. We appreciate you all hearing you all's time. Um, as always, I will have all the information that you can find Debbie on social media, website, show notes, all those things like that. We have you all covered. I will recommend, you know, reading her ebook, um, reaching out to her. If you, if you're feeling a certain type of way and you're just kind of a little bit nervous and don't know who to talk to, it's always good to talk to someone who maybe have one through an experience that you're like, oh, that's similar to me, right? So it takes, it takes a lot of courage for her to come up here. And I know it's a lot of people out there that may be going through something similar. Just need that little nudge or that little, that little voice. And this is, this episode is the voice. Well, I hope that you all hear it and, uh, helps you all, you know, uh, go get the help you need and, and, and grow and inspire and live. All of these things are things that we need. This is a very strong woman that I have to on, on this on this episode today. And uh, I want every woman out there who feels like they may need that strong woman to pull them. She is, she is definitely one of the ones because she's standing here proud. She's standing here triumphant. She's standing here, you know, sorry, sitting here, you know, being able to, 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 to elaborate and express something that I feel like was not for the fan of heart, not for the fan of heart at all. So we thank everybody out there, wherever you are in the world. Um, we appreciate you all listening, hearing your time. We make these things happen. She's in Nevada, I'm in Italy, but we collaborate together to have these great conversations for you all to enjoy. So we thank you all, wherever you are in the world. I'd like to bid you a good night. Good morning and good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. Thank you for listening to another episode of Living Your Podcast. Me and Debbie are out of here. Peace.
Thanks for tuning in to another episode. Please leave an honest review, subscribe, and share. Listen to us on all platforms. Follow us and ask questions on Twitter at Marquis Podcast Mailbag. Follow us on IG at Flavor In Your Ear Podcast. And like our Facebook page, Flavor In Your Ear Podcast. For exclusive content, info, special offers, and free entry into our monthly giveaways, send your email address to flavorinyourear247 at gmail.com to join our email list. If you're anxious, we have a snippet following our next episode's topic. Peace and love.